Welcome to Saturdays with Youth at Frontline. It's your girl, Michonne, and with me today is... Shakira, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back, back, guys. I've been here for three weeks in a row, and I'm always... I, I love being here on a Saturday, to be honest. Who doesn't? Who like, doesn't? Youth at Frontline. With, yeah. You know, with you guys. So, guys, today's topic is a very interesting topic, and I feel like a lot of us in this community will relate to this topic that's, that we're going to be speaking about. Today, we're speaking about gender-based violence in South Africa and how South Africa is the top country for GBV. Wow. Guys, the top country. Like, this topic's going to be interesting. We are going to have a lot of depth, in-depth talk. We're going to have a lot of interviews and we are just going to give you guys a proper insight of what real GBV is. So, if you guys have any comments on today's shows or just anything, if you guys want to give advice or just reach out to us, go to our social media handles, you know, Youth at Frontline on Insta and Facebook and you guys should know that Saturdays with Youth, for, with youth at Frontline is absolutely amazing. So, guys, we're going to go on a quick break with a little, a little number, like, you know? Yes. A little, little song to get the vibe. Yeah, for that auntie there, hanging the vasco auntie. This is for you, <laughs> You, baby. like, just, just enjoy this vibe. And I'm going to be back with you guys in literally a couple minutes. So vibe like Vibe, vibe like guys.
Welcome, back. welcome back everybody. Good day and welcome back, back to our show. Yes, welcome. So today's show is literally about how ESA is top in gender-based violence. So we'll get into it with you guys. So guys, on that, let's just go straight in. What is gender-based violence? Gender-based violence is a profound and widespread problem in South Africa, as we all know. It is the top country when it comes to gender-based violence. At the top. Literally. GBV, which is disproportionately affects women and girls in the systemic and deeply entrenched in institutions and cultures and traditions in South Africa, you know? Michonne, can you tell us what gender-based violence is? Gender-based violence. Gender- GBV, guys. GBV. GBV occurs as a result of, normative, of a normative role, expectations, and unequal power relations, relationships between genders in society. There are many different definitions for gender-based violence, but we are broadly defined as the general term used to captivate violence that occurs as a result of the normative role expectations associated with each, with each gender, along with the unequal power relationships between genders within the context of a specific society. So, guys, basically, gender-based violence is everywhere. Literally. It can start off at the young age. It can be taken to the old age. It's just everywhere. It's Some people grow up with it from a very, very young age, and that's all they know. And then it just carries on. Like, the cycle just To them, it's on. not even gender-based violence. It's the everyday normal. Yes. So, the expectations associated with different genders vary from society to society. And over time, patriarchy, power, and structures dominate in many societies. Mm-hmm. In which male leadership is seen as the norm and men hold the majority of the power. Like, what are you It's always like that. Men are... It's always men. Why? Exactly. Patriarchy is a social and political system that treats men as superior to women. Where women cannot protect their bodies, meet their basic needs, participate fully in society. And men perpetrate violence against women with impunity, you know? It's... It's, it's just really not a thing. It's just general how men just want to show their dominance. Because a man thinks, because I'm stronger than you, I have to be more dominant than you. But that's not the thing, though. It's yeah. not the thing. There are also different forms of gender-based violence, guys. There are different types of forms of violence. All types of violence can be and almost also are gendered in nature because of how how gendered, how gendered power, inequalities, and entrenched in our society gbv can be physical sexual emotionally financial or structural can be patriotic by intimate partners acquaintances strangers and instructions so guys basically what that means is like gender-based violence comes in any form so basically what it is is if you're not the person that works in the house and the person that works Say, for now, it's a man. Yeah. It's a man. It's always the man. It's always, let's just use them, the example. Yeah. They will try and manipulate you with with their paycheck. So you can't do what you want to do. No girls weekend because you don't work. Yes. He pays, so he gets to do what he wants the weekend, you know? Yes. It's basically like, in the relationships also, the men's always the dominant one. He has the say. What happened to being 50-50 in the relationship? 
I, I don't know where that went. I, I literally don't know where that went because it's all about men nowadays. Men yeah. are dominant. Well, fem- females have to just automatically be su- like submissive, and it's, that's not the thing. Most acts of impersonal GBV are committed by men against women, and the men per- penetrating the violence is often known by the woman, such as a partner or a family member. Like it doesn't even have to be a stranger; it could be your own husband, your father, your brother, your, your uncle. cousin. So that's just the life we live in today, you know? Violence against women and girls, the vogue, the vogue, you know? GBV is disproportionately directed against women and girls. Violence... Guys, we are not discriminating against men also being abused, but GBV is mostly against females. The majority of the females in South Africa are going through GBV, like... We don't know, we don't see it, but there are so many females that are suffering on their own. Yeah, so, and surveys have shown that yeah. most gender-based violent cases don't get reported because either females are too scared to speak up because they feel threatened or they know what's going to happen to them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I don't like that 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 has come to our country, that it is where it's at. Yeah. Like, I don't mind if you have to say you're a man and you have to teach your daughter the right way. I don't mind hitting her once or twice as a punishment, not abuse. Not as like a, I'm the dominant one, you have to be submissive, you have to do this, you have to do that. No, as like, if your child breaks a plate, a hiding, like not even a hiding, just a tap on the hand, or not to tap guys, but you guys know what I mean. But abusing your daughter and your wife sexually and financially financially is a big thing financially is a big thing because men are obviously more dominant financially than a female and that's how it's always been and i feel like it will always be that way especially in our society it's it's only like that because women don't get the chance to you know show get, they are. yeah and in the workplaces it's also sexist because women aren't allowed to do the work mean yes you know it's it's basically unfair because why can't a woman be a welder why can't she be a plumber and she has to work twice as hard as a normal man you know um i don't see men out here carrying children um doing laundry um yeah there are those who can do it but do they do it no you have to force them guys like that's like you can't expect your girlfriend your wife your mother your daughter to wash your underwear man no no that's we not shouldn't. how we do it nowadays. Guys, so we are going to play you guys a quick interview with one of the very own people in our community. So, so just yeah. take a listen to what they have to say. Hi, I'm Carol C.J. Quipman, and I'm a survivor of abuse. The perpetrator never knows what they do to the person that they abuse. It changes you forever. It changes your whole life. And all you come out of that, I can't even say being a better person, but it's a decision that you have to make. And it's a very difficult decision. Can you go on or will you go on? Or do you just want to end it? Because your life does become very difficult. I couldn't sleep. I was abused when I was 12. A neighbor 
sexually abused me and he changed my life. I never wanted to be sexually active at the age of 12. And somebody else made that decision for me. And you just never live it down. I was 19 when I tried to commit suicide because I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't function anymore. And it happened when I was 12. So in between, I was raped by a friend's boyfriend and I was touched by someone who gave me a lift. And the way you see people changes because you don't trust easily, which is a shame because not everybody is like that. Not, ev not everybody is out to hurt you. There are people that want to help you. But when you're in that mindset, you don't see it. I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't tell people about it. I kept most of it to myself. If I, if I can give any, any sort of advice to anybody, I would say, talk to somebody, anybody. And if the first person doesn't listen to you or don't believe you, find you somebody else. But don't give up. Don't give up. There will be somebody that will hear your plea and that will help you. And in today's day and age, there is an organization that will give you 100% of assistance and that Survivors Haven Foundation. I take my hat off to those ladies. To the survivors, don't stay down. Fight, fight. Yes, these monsters think that they can kill your spirit, but don't let them kill Guys, welcome back. Yo, that was a lot, like a lot. And that just proves what we are speaking about today. She was sexually assaulted by her neighbor and her friend's boyfriend at the age of, of 12. 12. And then on top of that, obviously, not trusting is gonna happen like what else were we expecting from her exactly i really take my head off, off to, to her. her i salute her for how far she has come and you guys brave. listen to her words to fight. the survivors don't give up fight yes it might not be easy but it will fight. be worth it in the end and there are people out here willing to help you in these situations and I just, I just want to say I'm so happy that she, she fought. She actually fought and she got away from it and she's, she's still healing from everything that happened. She has a story and she wasn't afraid to tell her story, you know? I'm proud of her for that. That is... To everybody out there who's going through the same thing, yeah. don't feel pressured to not speak up. Yeah. Speak up, like she said, find you someone. Someone will listen. Someone will. If that person's not the right person, find someone else. Yes, exactly. Don't stop. Continue. So, guys, South Africa has extremely high levels of violence against women and children. 
the most recent police figures show that 10,818 rape cases were reported in the first quarter of 2022. The first quarter, guys. The normative nature of gender-based violence has become evident in how women feel less safer every day, whether it be in public or in their homes. Imagine not being able to feel safe in your, your, own in your place of comfort. How? Exactly. How do you live? South Africa is no stranger to violence, whether it be severe or not. This is a co- customarily referred to as having a cultural of violence. South Africa is widely known for its courage, to for its surge, sorry guys, of gender-based violence and feminist, even to such as an extent that is known of being unsafe for women. Statistically, South Africa is ranked at the first most violent country out of 163 countries. Guys, out of 163 countries. And we're 38th. We're 38th, guys. That is tough. Tough. That is, that is really bad. And it, I just, I just can't get it over my, like, I can't get it over my, like, my heart, guys, literally, to be honest, because we have such amazing people in this country. We have such, and then living amongst us are these monsters that are willing to abuse and to just inflict violence on females and young girls, traumatizing them, and then Fem- and then they want to make the thing, the like, how do you say that? Make the common sentence or like common st- um, quote, females are weak. That's not, you don't call a victim weak. You call her a survivor, exactly. a fighter, because she got away from it. She, she could, she could have done so many things. She could have easily just given up and be like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, but she didn't. She stood up and she fought against you. She might not be fighting now, but trust me, one day she will. This. Guys, institutions of higher education are like a playground for gender-based violence incidents. Like, incidents of gender-based violence are increasing at concerning rate in and around South African institutions of higher education. They have, to a large extent, become playing fields for the scourge. The increasing pervasiveness of such incident is such incidents is a worrying factor, especially because evidence points out to the cases of rape, and all are related to issues. Like, they are major issues that are under-reported matters in South Africa, man. Especially in the universities. This fact then urges us to make an intensive effort to, elimin- to eliminate this plight in our universities. We need to eliminate, eliminate this plight because, gender, gender, because GBV threatens and undermines the principles and laws that uphold human dignity and human rights as calculated in the constitution of SA. More so, a number of survivors of GBV have experienced depression and many other com- and many others committed suicide because of it. Here's another thing. The lady that we interviewed could have easily given up, but what did she do? She decided to fight and share her story because it's not a joke to be abused by someone that you thought should you know, should be your loved one. Severely, other students have left the, these institutions without completing their studies, con- con- continuously threatening the development of skilled workforce and sound in youth countries, in the countries. Yeah, guys, so I understand them. Like, who would want to be in an environment where you're not safe, you know? Exactly. You don't feel comfortable there. You tell yourself you're going to put up with it for your education, for your future, you're going to work through it, but then... Later, it just gets all 
all gets too much, man. Exactly. It just and we we don't we don't blame you for wanting to not be surrounded in that. Everybody needs their peace, you know. So, guys, in addition, it is ironic that a large number of incidents of GBV occur in very institutions of higher education that our society expects to be exemplary and to serve as as a moral compass for a number of societal entities. Institutions of higher education are supposed to teach and instill principles of respect for human rights. Respect, 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 guys. But I guess that's not happening, is it? Yes, is it? Because we have, like, there's so so much, so many things that are happening in universities that go unknown. They just look under the mat. Why? Because of these, I don't even know why. Because I think it's because, you know, the victims are afraid to immediately speak up, you know. Like, in such cases, um, you're on university, so everybody will look at you yeah, and be like, what mm. are you even doing here if you can't stand up for yourself? Exactly. You know, you know this is the tough world outside. It's, yeah. The it's sad it. that we just have to go out and fight. Yep. Like, it's... That's just... Wow, guys. Institu- institutions, therefore, need to rethink all related politics and mechanisms set up to address and prevent incidents of GBV. Way forward. Guys, we're going to give you guys a couple ways forward. The scourge of gender-based violence has become somewhat of a normalized phenomenon in our, con- in our country, our societies, our cultures, where South Africans witness and read about it like three hours of every day. This normative nature of GBV has become evident in how all women are feeling less safe again. Secondly, it has become evident in the ruthless nature of the rape and murder incidents reported each day. Lastly, in the lack of accountability of individuals, the perpetrators and society at large for this scourge, you know? This time... Guys, guys, hold on. Before I start, this, this what she just said is is so much like it's so true we as a female like can i ask you a question do you feel safe walking at night in the streets going to the shop just to go buy you like example coke or something do you feel safe to be honest with you of course i don't we live in south africa after all you have to be scared of danger every corner like in the morning when you walk to school even I fear just going out in my front yard and just standing there. Yeah. That's how bad violence has gotten in our country. It's just, yeah. The time has therefore come for all South Africans to rethink how we deal with the current reality, to stop and decisionally deal with this problem for the safety of women, young girls and children, for the progress and prosperity of the country. The complexity of the phenomenon requires multi-faced strategies and responses from all institutions and every citizen of South Africa. So guys, meaning if you witness it, if it's only mild to you, you might not think it's a big thing, please do report it. Yeah. If you see someone being abused or just being disturbed. Or like a girl in your clothes coming to school with random blue marks or red marks on her body. Report it, guys. Do report. Not, do, not, do not look at it and like, it's none of your business. Yeah. It's not you. Be the better person. Help a friend. You guys, we are all people through people, you know? Yep. And it's just, we should, we should, even those that we do, even though you don't like that person, 
just just go just like help that person out because we don't know what's happening at home we don't know what's happening with them at home yeah guys it's really deep you know so i know we've said a lot and you guys are probably tired of hearing of us now so we'll give you a quick jam break so just to dance off the the feelings okay so yeah we're gonna go for a quick jam break and then we are after the jam break we're gonna come back and then we guys are gonna play you guys another interview that we did and yeah just relax chill taking the information that we give you guys and all that so yeah
wanna drop the attic Give me love, give me Fendi, my Balenciaga daddy You gonna need to bag it up Cause I'm spending on Rodeo You can wish me back it up I'll be gone in the AM And he, he got me Prada Get me Mew Mew like Rihanna He always call me cause I never cause no drama
guys, we're back, we're back, we're back. So, we're gonna play you the interview. Michelle's gonna tell you about the interview now. Yes, so guys, this interview is mm-hmm. one that I, it's a basically to listeners, um, a listener sent me a message and I basically just, you know, read it out for you guys. So listen to it and just take in what this listener told me, you know. In my experience, I was 13 when I reported by incident. So because I was a minor, my guardian had to present in the room while I speak to an officer about what happened. There was a lot going on with my case. Some days I had to be in Malmesbury and other day and other days in Atlantis. My experience my experience wasn't too bad. Just you had to report every single thing and you felt like you were constantly living the moment. Someone picks you up like an officer whenever you have to appear in court or when you have to do medical checkups. Most things are done for you. Not many people get the help I did. Some have very bad experiences. But overall, the aftermath of everything there is help for you. And they do the most things for you. So, so guys, yeah. that was the listener story, Michelle Narita's. Yes, and that one was... There is help, basically. She she said there is help, and she got the most help. She got she got what help. she looked for. Yes. So that's just the sign, guys. If you're a victim, don't stop. Don't there stop. There is help out there. Yeah. So, guys, in addition, it has become quite evident that South Africa is a country that lacks the culture of accountability and consequences for the perpetrators of violence. Therefore, going forward, South Africa needs to start by being a country that accounts for and tackles outright responsibility when it comes to gender-based violence, you know? Yes, they need to. We need to start taking responsibility. We need to come up... We need to come up with and improve services for women who have suffered any kind of abuse. Nobly, healthcare services and refer- referral networks are reporting GBV. Other in- initiatives vital to tackling the storage ser- includes continuous continuous training, mentoring, and reporting to police officers of GBV. Response to cases of GBV improving pre-existing and or developing instructional, political, and predators where there are none, for, for where there are none. For GBV cases, developing and improving precursors of GBV survivors, developing and improving educational material at all schooling levels, assimilating and making gender and queer discusses compulsory in post-school education and training, PST, curating, incorporating GBV to become a critical research discuss in post-schooling systems. Last Lastly, intacting program, programs that force on young men and boys. So, guys, guys I'm going to give you a quick rundown on of what, what I just said to do. <laughs> yes. So, what to do is the government condemns any form of violence against women and children, you know? Yeah. So, we must work together with the police, pr- prosecutors, and court to ensure that those who hurt and are abused or abuse others are arrested and convicted. Report all cases of rape, sexual assault and any form of violence to a local police station or call the toll-free crime stop number. Yes. 86 001 
I'll repeat that number for you guys. It's the toll-free crime stop number. 86 GBV does not discriminate, guys. It doesn't. Any person of any race, age, sexual orientation and mm. religion, even of any gender, can be a victim or a perpetrator of gender-based violence. Men are encouraged to join movement to end gender-based violence and sign the pledge. Men can challenge the normalization of violence through, to prevent the violence against the women and their children. We have to challenge the beliefs and the behaviors that excuse, justify, or condone violence and in inequality. Make your voice, your voice heard by declaring publicly that enough is enough. Yes. So, guys, guys, today, today was a topic, a serious topic that we all needed to, you know, hear and get some insight about. And it's almost time for us to leave. I don't know why we're leaving so early today, but this topic was a very interesting topic. And as usual, we love being here on a Saturday. And there is help for those who have survived GBV. For those who are going through it, there is help. Reach out to our social media pages. Once again, Youth at Frontline on Insta and Facebook. Reach out for any help. We have multiple other institutions. Survivor Havens and there are many other places. Do not give up. You guys got this. We love you and we are so, so, so proud of you guys. So, yeah, that is it for us today yeah, at, guys. at Frontline. So, before we leave, I would just quickly like to encourage everybody yes. out there that you might not think it's serious, but it is. If it starts little, Try and control it. Yes. Report it. Don't be scared. What he, she, they, them say, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They can call you weak all they want. You know As long as you know you the fighter, you the survivor, you the one that got up. You didn't sit still and cry about it. Just know, guys, I know it, it sucks being a victim. But at least you have a story. Yeah. And you're not, you're not running around spreading your story just to get accountability, to get credit, to gain friends and support. You're not doing that. You're spreading awareness. awareness you're showing everybody that's going through the same thing, that are scared to speak up, mm-hmm. that it's okay to speak up. Yep. You will receive the help. It might not be today or tomorrow, but it will happen, guys. So, guys... It's sad that we are leaving already, yeah. but it was absolutely awesome, awesome being here yeah. with you guys. Yes, and it was, as usual. We'll have so much more in store for you guys, you know. You're probably so bored of our voices right now. <laughs> like, Exactly, but it's facts that need to be said, and it's a topic that I felt like our community needed to be heard, you know, needed to hear this. So, yeah, guys, we are going to leave... And that is it. It's your girl, Michonne. And it's your girl, Shakira. And we're out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.